so excited about being here and uh, sharing with you from God's Word and to talk to you a little bit about Twin Lakes Camp. And uh, it, what a great start to our service. Thanks, uh, worship team and pastor, for getting started in such an awesome way as we have. Who's been to Twin Lakes Camp before? Are the rest of you not loved? I don't know. So, uh, yeah, we're starting our 21st year at Twin Lakes Camp. We're so excited about all the good things that God's doing there. And, uh, and it is so amazing to see uh, lives changed and kids uh, come in and uh, leave excited about God's Word and studying and prayer. We put a big emphasis on prayer the last several years at camp. And to see all that come to fruition, and it's so much more than we could have asked or imagined as we started 20 years ago. And a big part of why we're successful is because churches like you who pray and send kids and give. And so thank you very much. We appreciate uh, your, uh, your support and your partnership with us over these last several years. And uh, we pray that that'll continue. Uh, but uh, as we talk today, we also want to mostly talk about God and His Word. So turn your uh, Bibles to Psalm chapter 92, and uh, as you turn there, uh, let me uh, just pray again with us, okay? Father, we thank You for today, and we thank You for Twin Lakes Camp and all the good things that are happening there, for all the good things that are happening at uh, Lake Hills Baptist Church as well. And I pray that uh, this morning, as we open up Your Word, that will understand better how uh, we are to praise you and for all the good things that you've done for us. We also pray that you'll help our hearts to be attentive to what you'd have us to learn. And uh, we pray that also we'll be doers of God's word and not just listeners. Uh, help us to put to practice the things that the psalmist has for us today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so we have a great God. Does everybody agree with that statement? Am I going out on a limb on that one? We have one person clapping. I love you very much. Okay, I don't know your name, but I love you. Sorry, Donna, if I love her too. All right, more as a sister. I won't say mom. I'll say as a sister, and, uh, and uh, I'll try to make friends today. All right, so uh, God is good, isn't he? We have a good God. And, uh, and I don't know, anybody math people in here? Anybody like really enjoy math? You don't, yeah, all the nerdy people, yeah, me? That little uh, three dots there, that's the math symbol for therefore. Great God, we have a great God, therefore, uh, he has shown himself through great works, uh, is what we're going to talk about today, looking at uh, how God has revealed his greatness through the great things he's done. And we're not going on. That's not new territory, is it? In fact, I think there's songs about that, uh, that we have a great God, so therefore he's done great things. And, uh, and so as we think about our great, great God, uh, I want us to look afresh about what good things God's done in your life, what good things he's done in the life of Lake Hills Baptist Church, and what good things he's done uh, at Twin Lakes Camp and around the world as he does his missions work. And so our text there is Psalm 92, and uh, as we look at it, uh, let's just uh, read, uh, it's in your Bibles, I got it on the screen as well. Uh, the screen's the, in, uh, the ESV, so I'm not sure what you have in your Bibles, but it says this. Uh, pastor's already read it for us once. It is good 
to give thanks to the Lord. Let's just stop right there. It is a good thing to do this. To stop and pause. You might say, hey, this, is, this sounds too simple. This is too simple of a service. Well, A, it's a simple because you can't, yes, the camp guy to come in, not the college professor. All right? So we're going to keep it simple today. And, uh, and it is good to give thanks to the Lord. It's good to be reminded that uh, he delights in hearing us say what he already knows about himself. Uh, guys, do you, uh, where's the men at? The married men, where's all the married men at? We're going to try to be a little bit participatory since uh, it's early in the morning, at least for me, it's early in the morning. So, uh, guys, does it ever bug you when your wife tells you things you already know? I have a witness. She'd be like telling you what she's doing, and I'm like, I'm watching you do it. Sorry, hon. It's a, it's a girl thing. It's a, it's a lady thing to explain things to their men. And it's a men thing to say, we already know. Why are you telling me? Right? God is not like us sinful men. Aren't you glad about that, women? Your God is so much better than your husband. Do I have a witness in the house? Right? God delights people. God delights when you tell him what he already knows about himself. Just think about that simple thing. Some people struggle in their prayer life. So what do I pray about? Tell God about himself. It's good to do that. To sing praises to your name, O Most High. Now, this is the one that, especially in the modern church and modern culture, we love this part of it, isn't it? So this is a little bit easier. It's a little bit harder to pray to God and tell him things he already says about himself. To sing praises to your name, O Most High, and then to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. And so let's look at each of these little phrases here. It is, first of all, very good to give thanks. It's a good to give thanks. Uh, and uh, the psalmist tells us uh, in, uh, in another part of the Psalms uh, to, uh, to uh, rejoice in the Lord and let us not forget all his benefits. Why does he tell us not to forget his benefits? Why does he tell us to give that it's good to give thanks? It's because we forget. That's really deep, isn't it? How often do we go through the day and we forget how good it is to be thankful to God for all the good things He's done for us. It is good to give thanks to Him and uh, to remind Him of those good things. And, um, and we are so thankful at camp right now for this new building going up, uh, the new activity center which you guys have literally given thousands of dollars towards, and we appreciate you. But our thanks goes to God, right? Because he has provided such a great tool. Hasn't that come a long way since you've been there? And uh, it is just incredible to see this multi-purpose building going up and uh, is going to house uh, rainy day activities. It's our 
We've outgrown our chapels, so we're going to be able to do chapels right in there. We've outgrown our game room, and our game room is literally falling in. And uh, so we are so thankful for this new building. And our thanks goes to God because he has provided great things. God's done great things here as well. We're so excited to see uh, your new activity center, your new student center that you guys have been praying about so long. Isn't it good that God has done that? And God's done good things for you and your family as well, right? And, uh, and uh, it's good to give thanks to Him for all these things. Uh, to sing praise to Him was the next phrase. And uh, it's so good to just be uh sinful person. Do you, do you catch yourself? It, it, the natural part, the natural walk with Christ seems to be he's put a new song in my heart. If you haven't made it a habit to sing to your Lord, let me encourage you, it's not too late. You're not too old. You're not too uh, off key. You're not too with it or whatever. To sing praise, make that part of your life, to sing praise. If you can't sing yourself, uh, find an a, a 8-track player and put that in your car and uh, sing along with the 8-track player. Hopefully you can upgrade to Bluetooth, and uh, that's a big jump there, isn't it? And then to declare the goodness is good to declare the things. What does it mean to declare? Uh, again, simple, but it's to state publicly. Uh, you can give thanks privately. You can sing. Some of you do it publicly. Some of you need to do it privately. And <laughs> declaring is always a public thing. To declare his goodness. I'm not sure what the, the atmosphere is here at Lake Hills Baptist Church. It seems to be a healthy church. It seems to have good things going for you here. And I hope that the public declaration of the members of the goodness of God is normal here. And if it's not, I challenge you, make it normal thing. Uh, when you walk through the door, you should be talking more about the God than the weather, right? When we walk through the door, we should be talking more about the goodness of God than the goodness of the Cubs or the Bears or fill in your favorite sports team. Right? Shouldn't that be the normal thing to declare the goodness of our God in public? To declare Him at your workplace. To declare Him at your school. To declare Him good in the public square. It is good to declare the goodness of our God. Then he goes on and says this, that he will declare what? His steadfast love in the morning and his faithfulness at night. In fact, in Exodus uh, chapter 34, this is what God said of himself, that you are to declare, that he declares his steadfast love in the morning and his faithfulness at night. God does that about himself, it tells us in Exodus 34. And the psalmist says that we should be like God in declaring God's love in the morning and his faithfulness at night. When you wake up in the morning, you should be able to declare, I am loved by God. 
Does that change your morning? Does that change your morning? When you wake up in the morning saying, I am loved by God. And this is a declaration. This isn't kept to yourself. Jesus loves me. What's the rest of the things? This I know. When we understand the love that God has for us as a people that he has chosen, that he has given his son for as a ransom for our sins, that he's adopted us into his family, and that he will never leave us or forsake us. What love. And that changes your morning. That changes your outlook of the day. What can stand against us if we are loved by God Almighty? It helps us fight depression. It helps us fight weariness. It helps us fight uh, whatever trials are in the day. And there will be trials today, right? But to understand His faithfulness or his love in it. And then at night, when we put our head on the pillow to declare, God, you were faithful today. Does that change the way we put our head on the pillow? Does that change the way we sleep at night to understand that he has been faithful today? And that's what God does. And that's what you should do as well. And that's what the psalmist is encouraging you and I to do each and every day. And then he goes on to say, To the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre, for you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. By the works of your hands I sing for joy. And so he's got uh, three different instruments he mentions here. And uh, we tried to get some video of this, but it didn't work out. But uh, the lute and the harp. And the lyre. All stringed instruments is what he has here. Now the horns were very good today. And uh, he didn't mention the horns in this passage. He mentions them in other passages. That's how the Lord called people to prayer and some different things. But all stringed instruments. It's almost like the uh, bass guitar and the uh, guitar and the violin that we have up here on stage right now. God says all those are good things to sing praises to me then he says this how great are your works O lord your thoughts are very deep god doesn't think the way you and i think about things the is my mom in the room no mom's not in here the stupid man because mom didn't let me use that word And I wasn't smart enough at the time to say, it's in the Bible. Yeah. The stupid man cannot know, the fool cannot understand this, that though the wicked sprout like grass and all evildoers flourish, they are doomed to destruction forever. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. For behold your enemies, O Lord, for behold your enemies shall perish, all evildoers shall be scattered. Why is the question, why should we be declaring God's work? Why are we uh, doing all these things for God? Well, first of all, uh, because he's shown us great works. 
uh, his works are very, very great. And uh, it's good to rehearse the great works that God has done. We are so excited at camp what great works God's doing right now. And, uh, and this is a good time to be the director of Twin Lakes Camp and Conference Center. There are so many good things going on. Last summer, uh, we had 1,452 campers come to camp for the year, uh, a record for Twin Lakes Camp. And we are so excited about that. And uh, uh, when we got there 20 years ago, we only had about 400 and some change of campers. We're about 1,000 campers more than we were 20 years ago. Over the last six years, we've grown from 1,000 campers to 1,500 campers, or 1,452. Uh, uh, just incredible growth, 10% growth over the last several years, and we're excited about the great works that God's doing. We're excited, like the camper who gave his testimony on the uh, video there. Wasn't that sweet? Uh, little boy, he, he doesn't know how to convey it very well yet, uh, but he's like, I asked Jesus into my heart. And uh, he had just done that the night before he gave that testimony. He was so excited to be able to share that. And uh, his counselor was just so excited when uh, he decided to, to make that profession. The very first place we showed that video was at his home church. And we didn't realize that those two were connected. And, uh, he, and I got up after the video, like here, and the little boy was sitting like right there. And he was just beaming. And his mom and dad were so proud. And, and 100, salva 100 of those last year. 100 salvation decisions, people coming to Christ. And uh, some of those were, like that little boy, grew up in a Christian home, had gone to a good church. But when you go to camp, there's something about being away from um, mom and dad and the normal processes of life that causes kids to, to uh, want to get saved. And uh, we're so thankful for that and the great works that God has done. Um, God's doing great works here too, right? It's not just Twin Lakes Camp at God's work. God's working everywhere. God's working not only at Twin Lakes Camp, but camps everywhere. God's doing very good things. God's doing good things in his church. And we should be so thankful for the good works, the great works that God is doing. Uh, also, uh, for the doomed enemies. Interesting passage there, wasn't it? Uh, Galatians chapter 5 tells us, don't grow weary from doing, or is it maybe 6? Galatians 5 or 6 says this, don't be grow weary from doing good. Anybody ever get weary of always having to do the right thing? Hmm? honest person down there saying yes. He tells us don't grow weary for doing good. Why? Because he knows we'll grow dairy from doing good. And um, he says here, notice the passage, it says, seems like sometimes the unrighteous, they're just sprouting up like grass. Good things seem to be happening. Your neighbor, you know, dirty, rotten neighbor, never goes to church, never seems to do good things. 
gets a raise, has great kids, drives a nice car, nothing ever seems to happen wrong with him. And the Bible says, yeah, that's just short term. Don't grow weary from doing good. They will reap what they sow. It's Galatians chapter 6. They will reap what they sow. And those who sow to uh, goodness will reap a great harvest of goodness. And those who sow to evil will reap a good harvest of evil. And uh, he wants to assure us that our enemies will be doomed. And then he also wants us to know that we do have a righteous God. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. You have poured over me fresh oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the doom of my evil assailants. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bear fruit in old age. They, shall never, they are ever full of sap and green to declare the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. And so uh, this last little phrase has uh, some feats of God. What has feats of God done? Well, he's first of all given me strength. Man, I'm getting old. Anybody else in the house getting old? And uh, you may be looking at me, he's like, you're not old at all. Man, compared to all the college kids I have to work with all, all the time, I feel old. And God has given us strength. God's given us strength. Regardless of our age, regardless of our health, to understand the strength that God's given to us is a wonderful thing to be uh, thankful for. He's given us refreshment. Given us refreshment. Uh, he allows things to happen in our lives that refresh us, to give us encouragement. That's what gathering with God's people is supposed to be about. You should feel refreshed and recharged at the end of a church service. Your Sundays, yes, they're busy, especially if you're working in children's ministry. Do I have a witness, right? Right? And she needs more, she needs more children's witness uh, workers, not less, probably. Okay? But there's, there's a refreshment, isn't it, of serving God, of worshiping together, of the corporate experience that gives us refreshment and strength. There's something about going to camp. That is refreshing. They've been doing it since 1950 here in the state of Indiana. Uh, pastors here decided our kids needed more outdoor experiences. And they need that cr outdoor Christian education experience. Because it refreshes and energizes people in such a special way. And not only do kids need it, adults need it as well. Let me encourage you consider coming to our man camp men coming up the first weekend of April. And uh, we're going to blow up an outhouse during man camp. Yes, you heard me right. We're blowing up an outhouse. In fact, not just one. We're blowing up three of them. Okay? You need to be there for blowing up the outhouse. And uh, women. Uh, we have a women's retreat coming up in uh, the end of April. And uh, are you blowing up an outhouse, Donna? 
no, they're not blown up with an outhouse, but uh, they're going to uh, shoot guns and do some other refreshing things as well. And, uh, and the time of refreshment of just getting away from the hustle and bustle of life, right? Disconnecting from media, social media uh, uh, sabbaticals are big right now. And for students to have that opportunity at camp to unplug from that social pressure that they feel and uh, to get away uh, is a good thing. And he freshes us. He also provides fruitfulness even in our old age, it tells us in the text. Even when we're old, uh, we can be fruitful. Don't coast. Don't coast. Um, there's so much all of us can do, right? God doesn't put anyone on the shelf and say, I'm not, you're too old. I, I can't use you anymore. Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid that your last days would just be about collecting seashells or doing something else that's trivial when there's a world to be reached and a kingdom to be impacted and a God to serve. He's not done with any of us yet. And for years I've been the advocate for children's ministry and that children are not too young to serve God. But now that I'm getting to the... Uh, anybody notice, uh, pastor knows I shaved off my beard. You know, want to know why? For vainness, because it's way too white. And I'm like, I don't like that. It was making me not only look old, but feel old. And I didn't want that anymore, so I shaved it off out of pure vainness. But it started me helping me appreciate this verse a lot more. Uh, and that now I'm becoming an advocate for older people. Guess what? You're not too old to serve the Lord either. If our kids aren't too young to serve the Lord, guess who's not what the other is? The opposite true? We're not too old to serve the Lord. We can have fruitfulness in the entire span of our ministry, and that is a good, good thing. Therefore, understanding all these truths, understanding the things that he's talked about there. Let's look at his first verse. This is really his thesis statement, isn't it? Because of all this, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. To sing praises to your name, O Most High. To declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. Can we do that today? Can we make declarations of God's goodness can we make uh, give thanks to the lord for the good good things he's done and in this morning service can we be so thankful for his love and what he's done for us and so as we end this morning i just wanted to end with a time that we can try this out 
Uh, I'm not afraid of trying new things because I'm the camp guy. And if you don't like what's going on this morning, come back next week because I won't be here. (laughs) But we're going to give you a chance to be doers of God's word and not just merely listeners. So who would like to stand where you're at and declare something good about our God today? We're going to do this for about five minutes. So get one in mind and let's go at it. All right? Pastor, you're the leader of this church. We're going to make you go first. <laughs> 